Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I wanted to talk a little bit about rest because this is not something that I feel like I have mastered in any way, shape, or form. And so this is more like notes from a confused person along the journey. So my mom gave me what I had considered one of my greatest compliments that she said, You are the hardest worker I know. And I still delight in that particular description. And I also have a reasonable amount of energy and uh, probably from my mom as well, the ability to get things done. So all of that is truly lovely. What I don't always feel is that I know how to enter into rest. And part of that is I feel like there's such a wide range of what rest might mean whether that's the Jews where it's like, oh, we don't even turn on the lights during the Sabbath. You know, we're very, very holy. And that's on the one hand good. I don't know that that would feel very restful for me. Uh, I know that there are people today who would be more like messianic Jews who um, maybe don't borrow all of the Jewish traditions, but they might say like, well, we want to make sure that we get all of our work done in six days. So on the Sabbath, we don't have to do any kind of cooking or any kind of cleaning. We can just sit and, I don't know what they do, contemplate the Lord or go to church. I don't actually know. Um, But again, that, that would require, that would require a pretty major shift in my life to pre-plan food or, you know, like at this point, my boys kind of fend for themselves a lot. So now am I prepping food for them so that they don't have to fend for themselves? I don't know. It, I feel like periodically I mention this to the Lord, like this is kind of an unknown for me. And at least at this point, he hasn't said, here's the specific direction I'm giving you. It feels much more like just be led by the spirit week by week. And I'm very okay with that. So it fascinated me coming back from Workplace Prayer Live. uh, The event itself had been very beautiful, but because of the sacred assembly on a Sunday afternoon, we had done different prayer things all Sunday, all incredibly beautiful, so precious and so powerful and Oh, amazingly rich and marvelous. And then uh, came back, (laughs) drove the seven hours home on Monday. And then I had hoped to get in, you know, maybe one day of rest as a substitute or maybe two half days. And somehow that just didn't happen. So when Sunday came around, I was like, oh, thank God it's time for a day of rest. I am, I am ready. And at first I had thought I am going to just like get up really early and go and sit in the lower pasture for 12 hours and just be with the Lord. And I got up and I was like, no, I, I mean, no offense to the Lord, but I actually, that would, that seems like too much effort. You know, I think it had poured the day before as well. So the idea of like, okay, how many rain gear things would I need to bring down? And am I also bringing down enough food? Because in the past on Sundays, I send the family up to church but Phil too was like, I am beat. So the family wasn't going. So it'd be like, okay, how am I going to go back and get my rations? Am I popping up to the house periodically? But like, don't talk to me. I'm with the Lord right now. Anyway, the practical aspects of this were definitely eluding me. And so instead I ended up doing a really fun project on the computer, um, compiling different emails and entering again into the life change that these different messages had had for people, which was just precious to revisit. And then I probably made some food and 
I helped the boys clean up the house or maybe I cleaned up the house because it was mostly my mess or at least things that I knew how to deal with that maybe they didn't. And so I looked around my house in the mid-afternoon and it was like, oh, it's a welcoming space. Oh, my soul is satisfied. But that voice of accusation came and was like, well, but you still didn't rest. You've been up and at it all day. You've been on your computer and you've been cleaning. Even though for me, I had also been listening to P.G. Woodhouse books because he's a very humorous or humor. Yeah. Humorous British author from he probably had like a 75 year span of writing, but very intricately plotted books. And just almost every one of them makes me laugh out loud at some point because of the funny things that he says. Uh, <laughs> like the one I'm listening to now where there's uh, the man, older man who's bald talking to the younger man with a thick head of hair and they're trying to, they're mad at each other. So they're in, exchanging insults and the the bald man is like, well, I can think of people who would rather be in my shoes, Absalom for one. And you're just like, who thinks like that? That's hilarious. But I digress. I was listening to P.G. Woodhouse chuckling as I cleaned up. But yeah, that voice of accusation that's like, well, you could have just stayed in bed and rested, or you could have been really holy and gone and spent 12 hours with the Lord. And so I was talking about this with Cindy later because I thought, yeah, I, I don't know what rest looks like. And she said, but Amy, we need to rest in a whole bunch of different ways. I mean, you're it could be that your spirit actually didn't, your spirit needed to rest, which meant going and praying would have been a form of work for you. And that is actually really true. And like from a physical standpoint, I had gotten extra sleep or, you know, kind of was in the process of catching up on sleep. So I didn't necessarily feel like if only I could just close my eyes in bed for a couple of hours. If I needed to do that, I was going to do that. But just the permission to say, yeah, sometimes you don't need to worship because even though worship is good, that is also fatiguing if you're not being called to do that. Like sometimes it's actually okay to just put things away and listen to a funny book, that that is actually a form of rest. So I appreciated the permission to say, don't get too holy. (laughs) She didn't quite say it like that, but that was sort of what I heard. Like, Rest could mean a lot of different things, and the Lord is not upset if the way that you choose to rest is to watch a movie with your family or to just eat popcorn and read a book that you've been eyeing for a while. That there are many different gifts, and the Lord is so kind to help you replenish in the ways you need to replenish. So, I I mention all of that because it was fascinating for me where she said, oh, you know, when I rest, I quiet my mind. And so internally I'm thinking, okay, so you like are praying or meditating on a scripture. And then she said, and I go and I clean the toilets if I need to kind of turn my mind off. And I was like, I'm sorry, wait, that has a really different meaning. And she was like, yeah, no, for me, quieting my mind involves doing something completely different that is going to... I don't know if it's just like very earthy or what, but that was so helpful to say, okay, what does it mean to even quiet my mind? What's the specific restful thing for me? And it's probably not going to be the same as for Bob or for Cindy or 
for really anybody else. Like I get to experience this and walk this out with the Lord. So I just bless you as well. I'll bless both of us. Lord Jesus, I'm asking for the blessing of knowing what rest looks like, that we would enter into your rest, whether that looks like listening to P.G. Woodhouse while cleaning all horizontal surfaces or simply delighting in you while going on a hike or whatever the case may be. Thank you, Jesus, that you are present. And so we welcome your presence. We're so thankful, Lord, in your precious name, Jesus. Amen.